Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Welcome to TC Live on a Tuesday night, Wednesday morning in Cincinnati. We are presented by Cadillac. The rain on Monday made for a jam-packed lineup today. First and second round matches on all eight courts at the Western and Southern Open. Here's what's on the way. It's comeback season. Jabur back for the first time since Wimbledon. Needed to dig out of a dire situation in the third set. See how she did it. Plus, with the U.S. Open right around the corner, Tommy Paul is at a career high in climbing. Could TP keep the good vibes going? And Gal Monfils may have the best hops in tennis history, but we turn back the clock to see who was flying high back in the day. You don't want to miss these legends at work. It is another edition of TC After Dark. Come on into our studios here in Santa Monica, California. The purple tones are strong. Steve Weissman alongside Shanda Rubin. We did not plan this. We did not. We didn't talk. None of it. Didn't give either one a word. ESP, about we've got our thing going. Andy Roddick, <laughs> is he wearing a purple T-shirt? That's what we want to find. No. It's close enough. All right, it's it's a dark tea. I, I, I didn't get the memo. Where, where, where was I? <laughs> there, there was no memo. We just thought, you know, after a few days, we'd all be on the same page. It's okay, Roddick. We'll, we'll, we'll get it together yeah. tomorrow. It's past 1 a.m. where you're at. Thanks for staying up with us. Uh, what'd you think of Carlos Alcaraz? Obviously, three-set match pushed by Jordan Thompson, but gets his 50th win of the year. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I love the Chuckster right along with the, the the rest of the tennis world, but I thought he was pretty spotty tonight. I I, I thought his forehand was a little off. He couldn't, the, the misses were all different, right? You can kind of see if someone's finding their range, they'll miss, you know, long, and then they have to adjust or short, and then they have to hit it a little deeper. He was smothering the ball sometimes. Sometimes the, the forehand was going long. Sometimes it was a shank. But all that being said, still found a way to win, and he, he he's done that. He hasn't looked his best. Canada last week was a little angsty. Tonight kind of was finding his range. A ton of unforced errors, right? Played this match like a heart rate monitor, but still figured out a way to win and gave him gave himself a chance to get better uh, throughout the week. We always talk about if you can win with your B-C game, that, that, that's the mark of a champion right there. We'll have the full highlights from Carlitos Alcaraz later, but we start with the women's returning champion, Caroline Garcia, taking on Sloane Stevens for the seventh time. She had a third here in Cincy. Yeah, you never know what kind of pressure a player will feel coming back to a place where they had such success. This is where it all started for Caroline Garcia, and she got off to a good start, really leaning on her shots, able to control the baseline, didn't give up too much ground. Uh, but Stevens able to turn the tables and get more aggressive. It was Stevens who started dictating using the forehand, which is such a big weapon for her. And she was pumped. And when you have an energetic 
like Sloane Stevens, watch out for the rest of the field. She was outlasting Garcia in some of these rallies. And again, the forehand, she was looking for that as a weapon. You could tell she wanted it, and that was key. And once she got that break of serve, had a chance to serve it out, and she did not miss another terrific play, closing it out at the net. And this reaction, you got to love it. That's as pumped as we have seen Sloane Stevens in I don't know how long, and it was good to see. That's what it means. First top 10 win since beating Garcia in Guadalajara last year. What was it about your game tonight that made you so dangerous against her? Yeah, I know I just had to stay focused. We've played plenty of times in our career. We're similar age. We grew up playing together. So um, I knew what I needed to come out here and do, and I just tried to stick with it. It was pretty frustrating in the first set, but I just tried to battle back and um, find a way, and that's what I did. She's moving on. How about Caroline Wozniacki, back where she played her first-ever WTA event when she was 15 years old, facing Bavara Gracheva, who got in when Alina Spitalina pulled out with a foot injury, Janet. Yeah, it's always dangerous playing against a player who's really got nothing to lose and everything to gain, and that's where Gracheva was. She was stepping in, took that backhand early, got the first set under her belt, and that was a big advantage. I mean, we have been so impressed with Caroline Wozniacki, the matches she's played so few under her belt, and she's looked good, but this was just a different type of matchup and some of those shots falling in from Gracheva and Wozniacki just couldn't quite get the rhythm. Impressive from Gracheva taking advantage of getting another chance in the draw and she moves on. Yeah, Gracheva saved all nine break points she faced. We'll see Caro in New York City. Meantime, Mons Jabbar back on court for the first time since that Wimbledon final, Andy. Started quickly against Angelina Kalinina, but then needed a massive comeback here in the third. Yeah, down 5-1, I mean, it looks like she's going to lose, right? See if she's going to lose. 5-2, she's going to lose. Right, Steve? No. She's going to lose? No, not going to lose. No, not she's, yet. She's not going to lose. She's going to keep going. I don't know. Let's try again at 5-4. Maybe at 5-4, with clean enough serving for the match, she's going to lose. Maybe it's just too much for her. I'm going to say no. Well, maybe not. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Maybe in the time Maybe break? they get... Maybe they get to a breaker and she actually plays from ahead and actually pulls this match out. She didn't look like she was feeling great physically. Maybe the first match uh, in the heat, uh, but fought the entire way, struggled in that third set and somehow hung on. Didn't lose. Didn't look like it was going to be. And really tough this one out and said, brains, Steve, brains. That's why I won. <laughs> She actually said she thought about Venus Williams and how she came back yesterday to inspire her to victory. This is a player, Chanda, who's made three of the last five major finals. So I don't believe it's a matter of if, but when she finally wins that grand slam. But what will get her there? Um, I think more inspiring words from Andy Roddick. Okay, okay. Key as well. Uh, you know, I, I, you got to love Ons Jabeur. I mean, she is such a likable player. She is, you know, such a great player to watch on court as a fan. But you know how good she is. And she is due to win a major. I think it's only a matter of time, but it's step by step. And I think a match like this, that has to help. The fact that she didn't play her best tennis, but she battled, she fought, she hung in there. That, I think, relaxes any player, especially early in the week. This was her first match with her having the bye, so that's always a little bit of a disadvantage um, at times against, against a player who's had a match under their belt. So I think for Jabur, she can take a lot of positives and it can only get better from where she was at certain times in that match. So I mean, she's got all the game. It's just about putting it together. Andy, she said she had happy tears 
when she read your, your beautiful message that you sent her after Wimbledon. Uh, what, what did you make of the way she was able to fight back today? Yeah, I mean, listen, there's going to be some a bit of a mental hangover for Wimbledon. It's not uh, surprising that we haven't seen her since that disappointing loss uh, in the final there. Uh, and it, to me, it just looked like she was, you know, kind of finding her game in the first two sets. And frankly, she looked exhausted at, at the end of the second set, right? First time getting in the heat after Wimbledon. Uh, you know, you kind of have to play your way into it, but she just hasn't had the match reps yet. But to kind of not take a pass on, on on this week and not kind of just, you know, fast forward and, and, and focus on the U.S. Open is a credit to her, is a credit to the way she problem solves, uh, kind of switched up her game a little bit more, started getting in uh, a little bit more there uh, in the third set. So to overcome that, but the the, the thing with these these Masters 1000s, you got to turn it around real quick, especially in this summer one with, with Canada and Cincinnati. So curious to see how she holds up uh, physically and is able to recover. She is such a fan favorite. Uh, Prakash was saying when he interviewed her after, most fans around the desk there in Cincinnati for Angebur. Meantime, the top-ranked American man was in action. Taylor Fritz playing his first match in Cincy. Fritz, second on tour this year in hardcourt wins, Andy. Had an epic first-set tiebreak against Yuri Lehechka. And two feet underneath set position. Welcome to the Fritz Thunderdome. He will give it an absolute ride, Steve, but looked a little dicey last week. Canada said maybe he was a little fatigued. He's played a very, very heavy schedule this year. You couldn't tell by the way he ran that ball down, but Lahechka was able to cover line. That's what they always tell us is cover line, Steve. But forehand is automatic when he can get that little kind of half check step on the two feet and then lets it rip. And Lahechka donates at that second set to give Fritz the first set and Fritz looked very confident uh, in the second set. Didn't want this one to go three sets like a couple of matches uh, in Canada. Coming forward, we don't talk about his transition game very often, but we do talk about that when he gets into position. Forehand was rolling, said the conditions were kind of extreme today. Didn't maybe look at uh, from TV, but uh, Fritz looked good today. Closed it out in two. 29 and 8 on hard courts this year gets Lorenzo Sonigo next. Meantime, Fritz buddy Tommy Paul knocking on the door of the top 10, Andy, hoping to get his first win, though, against Misha Ketsmanovic. Yeah, and listen, he, he maybe is a bit tired from last week. Obviously, he made the semis, but that's not going to affect this guy's athleticism. We don't talk about his athleticism enough uh, in these discussions. Tommy Ball can, Tommy Paul, Tommy Ball, like that too. But Tommy Paul can absolutely move it around the court, and it feels like he's starting to make winning a habit. Right, Steve, where he's coming in outside court after the main show last week and just goes through his paces, wins the big, uh, wins the big points, gets a five all in the first set, closes it up, gets a four all in the second set, steps up his game under the gun, is able to close it out into second set win. Tommy Paul, right where he left off last week in Canada, from Cincy. And check out his photo shoot in Vanity Fair, by the way, as well. Good stuff. Got to pack that up. 24 winners save both break points he faced. Gets Ugo Umber next. Taking a look at the live rankings now on the ATP. And Tommy Paul in 13th position right now has a chance to crack the top 10 for the first time if he wins or makes the final this week. All the young Americans have really come up together, Chanda. They push each other. Fritz told Prakash that he sees one of the other guys do something and that makes him believe that he can do it as well. Where do you 
uh, think that Tommy Paul is going to end in the rankings this year? Because he sees Francis Tiafo and Taylor Fritz both in the top ten. Yeah, I, I think he'll be pretty close. I don't know if he'll quite get inside the top ten by the end of the year. I mean, of course, you look at those guys on the list, and they're also playing some good tennis. But he doesn't have a lot of points to defend, especially when you consider, you know, these weeks going into the U.S. Open. We talked about him having gotten to the third yep. round of the U.S. Open last year. So there's some space to work with if the draw falls right and, you know, things operate in his favor. But I think he's playing the kind of tennis that you need to play to get inside the top ten. You think about how he started the year, getting to the semifinals of the AO. It has been a big year for Tommy Paul. And that momentum, I think, is going to help him mm. at this time of the year. And he has, for me, I mean, he plays a bigger game than a lot of people realize. I mean, we've thought of him at times as just this really super uber-fast guy around the court who kind of counter-punches. Sometimes he can step up, but most of the time he's defending. But he's been using the forehand. He's been getting after the serve more. He can come in and volley. I think he can play even bigger. Mm. And so I see a lot of upside for Tommy Paul. Yeah, and another thing that we don't talk about, you, you don't actually ever see him winded, right? Like, he plays these long points against Carlos Alcaraz, plays long matches at the Aussie Open. I don't think we give him enough credit for where his fitness has gotten compared to where it was uh, earlier, in a, earlier in his career. Brad Stein's done a great job of making Tommy Paul an absolute professional to where he can back up a semifinal last week, come in, get right back to it, and not be satisfied, get right back to the winning. And so I think that's been the major change with Tommy Paul is this you know, lack of satisfaction with one big result, right? He goes right back to it, and that's why he's knocking on the door of the top ten now. All three of the top-ranked American men in action tomorrow. TP, Taylor Fritz, Francis Tiafo. Of course, you can watch it right here on Tennis Channel. When we come back later in the show, we've got Chanda's FanDuel pick of the day. And by the way, it features none other than Tommy Paul. Plus, these three legends, rare air when it comes to records. But what about actual air? Jumpman, 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 these boys up to something. You won't believe these images later. TC Live is presented by Cadillac. Be iconic. Andy, Chad, and Steve back on TC Live after dark. We are less than two weeks away from the year's final major. And Tennis Channel has you covered with the only pregame show in the biz. Two hours of fun, interviews, analysis, predictions, and more. Starts at 9 a.m. Eastern. Myself, Chanda, Paul, John, a little bit of Prakash mixed in there as well. Maybe Andy will call into the show. It is going to be spectacular. Do not miss it starting in just 13 days. Well, J.C. Ferrero in the gym with Carlos Alcaraz before the world number one took the court against Jordan Thompson, Andy. I started laughing pretty hard when I saw this. Look at look, JCF doing wind sprints before the match. This is backwards. I thought the player was supposed to warm up and the coach... Coach was supposed to stand around doing nothing, but out of the, out of the game, early on in this match, was lucky to sneak out the first set. He thought he might run away with it from there, but still didn't find his game in the second. Credit to Jordan Thompson, play hustling, kind of this counter-punching style and getting to the net. Carlos Alcaraz, the last 15 minutes of this match, started Carlos Alcaraz. Very Power off both sides, the drop shots. We don't talk about his balling enough. Feel net is the thing that actually won him this match, but like he's kind of creating a habit, he found a way to win far from his best stuff tonight, but finding it, he'll have a chance to get better. 
Late night for Carlitos, but gets it done. And so does Chanda Rubin, another winner. Gael Monfils in three sets over Cam Norrie. You're up to nearly 25, Chanda Bucks. I can't believe Gael Monfils won. I can't believe I was correct on this one. But I love it. I mean, he's been playing terrific tennis. It's been fun to watch. Monfils is on the come up again. And what do you have for tomorrow? I'm putting another five on it. I kind of <laughs> like that number right now. That's what I can afford. Um, I think Tommy Paul, this, I, I think it'll be a trickier matchup maybe than on paper. Umber, it's lefties, he can serve in volley, he can be aggressive, but with the movement, the court coverage of Tommy Paul, I think he's going to edge him out, but we'll see where he is physically just from big week last week. All right, TP, Chanda's got her, her Chanda bucks on you. Uh, how did Gal Malfis take care of business? Uh, a different type of gale force taking the court. Storman back up the rankings. The Frenchman gets it done. We've got all the highlights straight ahead. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Time now for a special Bloomberg update for Tennis Channel. Stocks fell in Tuesday's Wall Street session. The S&P 500, the Dow, and the Nasdaq all fell by about 1% or more. Now, there was a surprise rate cut in China ahead of disappointing economic weakness. Some investors worried that some of that weakness in China around the economy could spill over into the U.S. Also, August is a challenging time for U.S. stocks, and right now the S&P 500 heading to its worst month of the year. In New York, Abigail Doolittle, Bloomberg News. Well, August might be tough for stocks, but not for Gael Monfils. Coming off the quarterfinals in Toronto, the only player to take a set off the champ, Yannick Sinner, and today against 13 seed Cam Nori, Andy. Yeah, Nori just came out and he was really solid. Gael felt like he was kind of tapping out. He bothered physically, looked like that, but what do we need, Steve? What fixes everything? Yeah. Tape. <laughs> just put, <laughs> put tape. And he's going to run like Gail Monfils again right there. He's not quite sure, but he got better as the match went on. The tape did its job, Steve, just like it was supposed to. And Gail Monfils got a lot better. Testing it. He should have gotten more tape. The way the second set there. Uncharacteristic for Kim Norrie. Made a bunch of errors in this third set. Uh, Gail did his best, you know, came up with shots like this. But then Cam Dory started pressing a little bit. Later on uh, in the set, missing kind of rally forehands, which is not the calling part of Cam Dory, but couldn't be more impressed with Gail Monfils on the comeback trail. Looking great. I need to get more tape in my life. Just like, tape. fix everything. Tape, tape does its job. <laughs> uh, he's going to get Alex Dimonor next because the Aussie, no let up, took out the local favorite, J.J. Wolf. Alexander Zverev beats Grigor Dimitrov for the fifth straight time. And Stevie Johnson gets your men's U.S. Open wildcard challenge. He is in, in New York City. On the women's side, your Cadillac tournament summary sees Danielle Collins getting a rematch with Iga Fiontech from the Montreal quarters. Uh, 
How about Kayla Day, Chanda, winning the challenge? Uh, I love the tennis that Kayla Day has been playing this year, just gaining in confidence. All of these wins are adding up, and when you get to earn your spot, it's even better. Kayla Day may be challenging for Comeback Player of the Year on the WTA this year. Uh, time to enter the social net. We, we teased it earlier. Here are some, some flying photos from yesteryear. Stefan Edberg, this is a beautiful photo of Air... Stefan Airberg. Oh, that's well done. Well done, Jordan. Well done. I, think it's Jordan. Yeah, I, I get that. I see it. I get it. <laughs> but but we're not done with him. Uh, Yannick Hangtime Noah. Okay, not as good as Airberg, but uh, but that, that, yeah. that's big ups there yeah, for the Frenchman. That's creative. I love it. And then what do we have here? Okay, is that really hops? Right Jumping Johnny. That's Matt. not hops. Is that is that hops? Uh, I've got I, I've got I, thoughts on I, this, Roddick. Well, I got thoughts on it too. It's an absolute tragedy that we don't have Pete Samp that we don't have Pete Sampras doing his jumping overhead here. Right. Like maybe the biggest obstacle we've ever seen this side of Gail Mumphies. The fact that Sampras isn't involved here makes me sad. It, yeah, that would make we were me sad just as well. Talking about Sampras on the break, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. that guy. That guy did it all. I mean the ultimate athlete. You, you see, is Johnny Mac even hopping? He just kicked. His no. legs he up. just kicked his legs up. That's yeah. what you do when you're taking the photo on Runyon Canyon. You want to show people that, like, you know, you can jump really high, but you can't actually do it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Edberg. I mean, he was just a phenomenal I, mover. All right, yeah, Chanda's going I, I Edberg. Ed, what, what's your? Pick? I think I think I, I I agree with Chanda. I think I think Edberg's got this one, and I agree that that's not a jump <laughs> on the right. All right, th those are some hops. Well, we we got some bonus. Some bonus ups, our own oh. guy, Andy, Andy Roddick. Yes. I no. think you can fit a credit card under those. Feet. No, I mean, the obvious, obviously the left isn't a jump and the right is a fall. I mean, these are just, these are just, these are just, these are just, these it's are just dive, tragic all Andy. around. It's a dive, Andy. You are diving. That is proactive. I am embarrassed by what I'm seeing and we should do something else. Wait, Andy, you're, what are you, 6'4"? I'm 6'2", uh, okay. but can I... Can you dunk? I, Big, big, big man, fall hard. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Can you dunk, can you dunk a basketball? I, I, I can't. I can only dunk donuts now, Steve. <laughs> and we need to get them as a sponsor. Here's what we have coming up for you on Wednesday. Live coverage, 11 a.m. Eastern. Bally's and T2 starts two hours later. And the three of us back maybe 11 p.m. Eastern, maybe 1 a.m. for Roddick. Who knows? Hot shot of the day next. <laughs> I love this. I, I want to see more. Stop it. I want to see Stop more. Stop it. Air Andy. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Roddick Ruben Weissman back on TC Live presented by Cadillac. It is now time for our hot shot of the day. And as is often, Andy, with our hot shot, uh, the man who gets it does not win the match. This is shocking. It's just I, I feel like the entire year has been either Fonini, Monfils, or Alcaraz. But look at this one. This was a cool one, Steve. One-handers are just cooler. They look better. The follow-through is better. They look more talented. Down the line, behind the back. Look at even Musetti. Even Musetti was here. He was like, yeah, man, that's a hot shot. Look at look. Yeah, well done. Well done. I see you. Dan Evans getting our hot shot of the day. So many big names in action on Wednesday. We got Venus, Pagula, Goff, Djokovic, plus Sviantec and Collins meeting for the second time in less than a week. For more on all the action, we send it back to Cincy with Danny and Prakash. All right, so you back at our Credit One Bank Tennis Channel desk. P, we've got an electric Wednesday on 
tab here, and Francis Tiafo has never gotten a win over Sam Vavrinka, but he's also never played him when he's inside the top 10. Do you think that he can get it done? Well, on paper, look, you got to look at Francis as the favorite, but Stan's been building some really good momentum here. Stan is into the top 50 in the live rankings right now. On paper, Francis is the favorite. He got that huge win over Greek sport, which he really needed. Tough to lean each way, whether you go with Francis, the favorite over here, or, um, or the kleptomaniac. Who took our tennis channel mug and I'm uh, I'm cupless so over he here. So he stole a cup, but you don't think he's going to steal a win? Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. But he's going to enjoy our mug, though. It's going to be a very exciting Wednesday of action here in Cincinnati. Looking forward to it. I think that's the second mug that he's taken from us. But we love that. From OTC, Stan. Uh, FanDuel match preview. Francis Tiafo, the heavy favorite against Stan Vavrenka. As they mentioned, Stan the man, 3-0 against Big Foe. Right now, customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to start making every moment more. Now, every match between these two has gone three sets, and their last five sets have all been tiebreakers, Chanda. So how do you see this one going? You know, I think I'm going to give Francis the edge just because of the confidence he has, the way he's been playing, uh, the matches he's gotten through. And the last time they played, it was before Francis kind of became the Francis we're seeing now. That was, you know, over a year ago. And so I think, you know, there's maybe a little bit of the off factor initially, just the respect level that he probably had for Stan the man. But he's got to get over that. It's time to get it done. Right here. Come on, Francis. Yeah, I think back, back then he was just a, yeah. you know, a, a big foe in the come up. Now, now he's up. Now, now, yeah. Now he's just a kid from Sierra Leone, uh, and he's got the tones. <laughs> Are they winning tones tomorrow for Francis Tiafo, Andy? There's a lot of question marks right now, actually. I mean, I think he had a decent run in D.C., got stopped surprisingly uh, by Evans in the semis there, uh, and then loses first round to Milos Raonic, who was on the comeback trail last week. Uh, in Canada, I, I do like the surface for Francis. It seems like the ball's getting through the court. He can kind of keep that little kind of check backhand down, uh, keep it out of a, a Stan strike zone. So I would go with Francis, but uh, listen, with Stan getting, uh, you know, some 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 uh, bang for his buck there, uh, not a bad bet. All right. If we, if we show up tomorrow, Andy, we're in the same color again. I'll send you a text. I'll let you know. Something, anything. Just be thoughtful is all I ask. <laughs> Just be thoughtful. be thoughtful. I love you, Andy. I love you, Andy. That is all for TC Live tonight. It was a very good day for Americans in Cincinnati. Taylor Fritz getting a nice win. His good pal, Tommy Paul, coming through as well. TP looking to crack the top ten. And how about Sloney? Stevens taking out the returning champ. Our coverage from Cincinnati continues after this.